Hello and welcome to the Mindful in Minutes podcast, a guided meditations podcast brought to you by Yoga for You. I'm Kelly, and today I'll be leading you through your meditation. So go ahead and get comfortable, settle in, and enjoy your meditation practice. Before we dive into the episode, I wanted to tell you about Inside Tracker. So you've heard me talk about Inside Tracker before, but I'm going to tell you about them again because I love it. And one thing that I love about Inside Tracker is that they know there's a big difference between what's right and what's right for you. And they use science and data to tell you about your health and to give you customized recommendations for how you can live your best life and best take care of yourself based on your personal data points and biomarkers. So I did get an ultimate test. So I had all these different biomarkers tested and I got such a just overarching look at my health and what was happening within me. And they do this thing called inner age, which is wonderful, but also humbling. Um, And it is where it looks at your biomarkers and tells you like what your internal age is. And my internal age is like 10 years older than my actual age. And, you know, there's different factors like my glucose levels are really good. So that Um, took a few years off of my inner age, but my cholesterol is not great. It's a genetic thing, but that added a few years on to my inner age. And then they made personalized recommendations for me, really easy ones to incorporate that I can try over the next three months before I get retested to see if it doesn't help with those particular biomarkers that were contributing to a higher inner age. It was things like maybe adding some more olive oil to my diet, um, practicing mindfulness daily, and spending less time seated. So very easy things that I can start to incorporate for the next time that I get tested. And just for Mindful Minutes listeners, you can save 20% off at Inside Tracker. Just go to insidetracker.com slash mindful. Go check it out. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this freeform episode of the Mindful in Minutes podcast. So this is the companion episode to the self-healing meditation number two that was released uh, yesterday, if you're listening when this episode was released. So no meditation in this episode. I'm actually going to be sharing different meditation techniques that you can use for your physical and emotional healing. So I'm going to be teaching in this episode, and the guided practice is the one before this. Um, so of course, Iceland and New Year's Eve, I've got to mention it. I think I think there's like one or two spots left. Um, you know, code mindful, $100 off. And that's it. Just if you're feeling called to go, let's go. Let's do it. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, that's it. Other announcements? I don't think so. I'm just happy that you're here. I would like to announce to everyone that I'm happy you're here and that you let me share what I love with you and that's it. I appreciate you. That's my announcement. (laughs) So what I wanted to explore today is how you can use meditation to help facilitate your healing. So quick disclaimer, I am going to talk about how you can use meditation for your physical healing, but please do not misinterpret that by me saying like if you're having a medical emergency, uh, please call 911, use your doctors, uh, take care of yourself. Please don't, you know, try to meditate away like a life-threatening um, disease without consulting, you know, your healthcare team, healthcare professionals. You guys know what I'm saying. Just be responsible. Um, I firmly believe that like the intersection of like health and healthcare, I think is really finding that sweet spot between like traditional medicine and healthcare and then also incorporating modalities like meditation and mindfulness and, you know, kind of 
just weaving those two together, that's just my personal belief. Uh, I am not a medical professional. I am married to one. And, you know, I just, just don't get like a horrible infection and then be like, well, I didn't go to the doctor uh, because Kelly on this podcast told me I could just meditate it away. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. But what I am going to teach you is how you can use different visualization techniques in your meditation practice to help speed up physical recovery. And I have a little data on this because, you know, I love some good data. And I'm also going to show you how you can use the same technique for emotional healing. So it's the same technique, but how you can apply it to two very different uh, types of healing. So should we dive in? I think we should. I am feeling so ready to talk about this because this is actually, as you guys know, one of the things that really got me interested in meditation and mindfulness to begin with. I've talked about my mom's own health journey, um, how she had stage three breast cancer. She is in remission. She's been in remission for years and she did do visualizations and we kind of explored some of this softer side of yoga and meditation during her recovery. And she had a really great care team that incorporated some other healing modalities like acupuncture, like meditation, these types of things, because there is a lot of science behind how mindfulness and mind-body practices can help to boost your immune system and facilitate a strengthening of the physical body and potentially a speeding up of the healing process. So I was always interested in that and I saw it work firsthand kind of, you know, fusing traditional medicine and healing with other modalities as well. And it's something that I've used for myself um, in my meditation stories. I shared the story of where I had cut my hand um, cutting a peach and it was, you know, I had to go to the hospital for it. It was, you know, it was intense. And I was using the technique that I'm going to teach you how to do. It's pretty simple. I was using that technique to facilitate my healing, specifically of that hand. It was a little um, self-serving because this was when I had my yoga studio and I had my hand in this like big, huge blob of a thing, like all wrapped up. And I was really struggling to be able to teach my classes because I couldn't, you know, put my hands flat on anything. But so I was like, oh, I've got to get this thing healed so I can get back to work, which maybe isn't always the best mindset, but it worked. So I want to teach you how to do it. So really what you're going to do for both physical healing and emotional healing is you're going to work with the practice of visualization. So again, meditation is single pointed concentration. So in this particular technique, your point of concentration is going to be you visualizing your healing. And this is, again, for physical things. So if we're using the example of my hand that had the cut, I recommend if you can stomach it, if you're squeamish, skip this step. Just use your imagination. But actually Googling and looking at what the process of healing looks like. So I watched this like YouTube video of what it looks like when a cut uh, heals. Like I watched how there's kind of this like weaving of the skin tissues and how it starts lower and it starts like at the lowest kind of level of your skin and then pushes up towards the top. And it's, it's definitely graphic. So if you're like, I don't want to watch like a you know, a time lapse of how your body like heals a cut, then don't put yourself through it. I personally found that watching that 
was a great way for me to be able to clearly visualize what the healing process would look like in my body. So you can do this for anything. You could, you know, if you have like a broken bone, you could watch something or Google like how does a bone heal? And that's something you can do too is you can like just read about it without pictures. Like what is the actual process in the body that is going to be happening with my cells and my immune system and everything working together to facilitate this healing in my body so that you can really get a clear picture of what it is that you need to do. And you're just going to visualize that happening in your body. So it would look like this. So after you have a clear idea of like what needs to happen here with this healing. So for me, healing that cut, it was really focusing on the area of the cut and having the skin and the tissues and the cells regenerate and weave back together um, quickly and, you know, effectively. So you're going to come to a quiet place. You know, you'll try to quiet your mind, maybe take a few deep breaths, anything that you like to do to get to that like quiet, introverting, meditative state. So something that we do know works with this is that when you reduce your stress, that does have a positive effect on being able to speed up the quality of your wound healing. So I read this study that was published in the Journal of Behavioral Medicine, and it was talking about how just exactly this, like how reducing your stress and mindfulness to reduce stress helped people with, uh, they were looking at wounds, how it was healing faster than those who weren't practicing stress reduction while their wounds were healing and how this study suggested that stress reduction through mindfulness-based practices did help to speed up healing from wounds specifically. We do also know that when you focus your mind on a particular area of your body, that neurologically speaking, the same pathways to imagine something happening are used as if that thing was actually happening. So in your mind, when you're visualizing your healing happening in your physical body, that same neural pathway that would be used to actually facilitate that healing is being activated and lighting up and you will get like more blood flow going to that area and your body will kind of like rev up that healing process. And we know that meditation does also help to boost your immune system. And your immune system does so much more than just like help you from getting sick or fight off illness. It has to do a lot with your healing as well, your inflammatory responses. It's way more complex than than I ever knew. But looking into it, I was like, whoa. Uh, that immune system does way more than I even realized. So that's some of the you know data on does this actually work other than I've done it and I've seen it work. And so I suspect that it works. Um, we have a little science to back it up, which who doesn't love a little science? So you're going to get to that you know quiet place, that meditative state, maybe take some deep breaths. And then your point of concentration is you're just going to visualize slowly or over and over and over again that healing process happening so the one that you looked up that you know is what your body will be doing to heal this thing you're just going to watch that playing out at the place in your body that needs that healing and that's it you just let your visualization for that physical healing happen and you focus on that as your point of concentration during meditation. This is something just doing this, you know, every day 
for, you know, even 10 minutes every day. I really liked to do this personally to help me fall asleep at night. So when I've used this for my own physical healing, I'll like get into bed, I'll get all, you know, comfortable, I'll close the eyes, I'll take a few deep breaths, and then I'll just visualize that healing process happening in that part of my body. I sometimes will even like ask for help. Um, I do love, you know, I am a Reiki trained. I do, I don't do energy work. I'm trained in energy work. I use it for myself sometimes, but I don't do like sessions in it. But sometimes I'll ask for a little help with some universal healing. You know, why not? I firmly believe like if you just, if your intentions are good and you ask for help, like the universe will give you the help or whatever you believe in will help to support you. And I would just visualize this healing process happening over and over and over again until I eventually fell asleep. So that's how I like to do it. And I have found this to work really well. And I just think it's so cool, like the power of the mind and like the mind-body connection. So if you have some kind of a physical thing that you're working on healing, um, that's how you can use meditation to speed up and facilitate that healing process. If you do have maybe some kind of an injury that is, you know, extending to maybe multiple parts of your body, you can just visualize like the body as a whole regenerating and healing too. If it isn't just like one specific thing, you definitely can set an intention of like overall physical body healing or like overall body like inflammation reduction and then visualizing just your body's inflammation going down. So you just look up, what does my body do to make this happen? And then you visualize it happening over and over again and studies tell us that this that this works so that's how you would do it for your physical healing okay so be honest when was the last time that you thought about electrolytes for me it had been a while probably not since my college days when I was playing sports but lately I've been trying to move my body a little bit more I've been you know not to brag I've been hitting the gym I've also been running a little bit outside and it is hot where I am right now in the summer and that is why I love Element. So Element is a tasty electrolyte drink. It really is tasty. I personally like the watermelon um, flavor, so file that away. It has everything you need and nothing that you don't. So it has lots of salt and no sugar. It has the science-backed electrolyte ratio of 1,000 milligrams sodium, 200 milligrams potassium, and 60 milligrams magnesium. It has none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no gluten, no BS, none of that stuff. Um, and I didn't realize this, but electrolytes facilitate hundreds of functions in the body, including the conduction of nerve impulses, hormonal regulation, nutrient absorption, and fluid imbalance. And I had been noticing with my runs that I was getting some headaches and some muscle cramps. So I have found that these have improved since I've been taking Element. And right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all eight flavors, but you're going to like the watermelon or share Element with a salty friend. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash MIM. This deal is only available through my link. So you must go to D-R-I-N-K-L-M-N-T dot com slash M-I-M. Okay, so diving back into the stories, where should we go next? I'm thinking um, the time that I went to the ER after cutting my hand and then it healed too quickly. So, all right, so let's talk about emotional healing. So you're going to use the same visualization 
technique, except this time you're going to have to get a little bit creative. And I will say that like the number one thing that's going to get in your way with this particular um, technique of meditation is overthinking. So what you'll do is, you know, and I can't pop in any studies here because I can't be like, oh, just go in and like x-ray your level of heartbreak or, you know, measure the amount of trauma and how much it's shrunk after this. But we do kind of intuitively know if something like feels good and if it feels like it's working. So that is definitely something, you know, you're just going to have to look for the subtle signs with this one. Um, Again, you are going to have to visualize, but you're going to have to trust your gut as to what it is that you are going to visualize. So think about what it is that you want to work on healing emotionally. Is it you want to forgive someone? Is it you want to heal past trauma? Is it you want to heal from a heartbreak? Is it you want to heal from um, a certain experience that you had, right? You're going to think like, what is it that I actually want to heal? You'll get to that quiet place. You'll set that intention of what it is that you want to heal. And then you're going to ask yourself, where is this thing showing up in my body? Is it sitting in my soul? Is it on my heart? Is it on my knee? Is it in my back? Where is it? And again, don't overthink it. If it says it's in your little toe, go with it. Don't be like, that can't be right. I'm going to visualize my elbow instead. Don't do that. Don't overthink it. Just ask yourself, where is this thing in my body? And then visualize whatever it is. So does it look like a fog? Does it look like stone? Does it look like a certain color? And then ask yourself, how do I heal this? Is it a light comes down? Is it a um, cloud drifts by? Is it a vibrational frequency comes and vibrates this thing off? I don't know. Again, don't overthink it, even if you're like, oh, that's interesting. Um, For me, once it was a pair of moonstone hands that came and settled on my soul and healed it. I don't know. Can't explain it. Didn't overthink it. Did it. And I felt way better after. So you're just going to get to that comfortable position, quiet your mind, ask yourself, where is this emotional thing that I'm wanting to heal? Where is it in my body? And how do I need to heal it? And you'll just do that. You'll visualize that happening. You can be creative. There is no right or wrong way to do this. When we're working with the self, when we're working with emotional healing, with internal work, there's no one size fits all. So you have to trust your gut. So if you're the kind of person where you're like, no, no, I want a detailed like, then you do this and then visualize this color. And then you're going to visualize this thing. With that, you know, you may be best served using like the guided practice that I've created for you because then you just have to listen and follow that. But if you want to do your own personal kind of intuitive practice to work on your own personal healing, this is how you do it. And then you'll look for the subtle signs, right? So you can't like x-ray and say, oh, great, like my heartbreak has improved by 7% since last week. You have to look at the little subtle signs for you know, is this working? Where am I seeing these benefits in my life? How am I feeling this improvement within and around me? And I also encourage you before you work on the emotional healing to ask yourself, am I ready to go there? Don't force yourself to go into emotional healing if you don't feel ready yet. Be kind to yourself, be patient with yourself and ask yourself, am I ready to go there? And of course you can always ask for help right? You can set an intention. You can ask 
your guides or the universe or anything that feels right to you that you believe in, like feel free to ask for help too in your healing and just take your time and be patient. You can do this again at night as you're falling asleep and do it over time. Healing is a process and just trust your gut. Do what feels right to you. You are always your best teacher, your best healer. And, you know, sometimes we try to learn too much. It's almost like this form of self-sabotage where we're like, well, I need to learn how to do this and I need to know exactly how to do this before I try it so that I'll quote, do it right. And when you're working with like your own personal healing and this intuitive work, there isn't always like a one size fits all, like you do this, then that, then that, then that. You have to trust your gut on it. So use your resources, but also trust yourself. And that is if you're wanting to use meditation to help facilitate your healing, that is how you are going to do it. So ending here with the thing that is bringing me joy. You know, the month of September in general just brings me joy. I love fall. I'm reflecting on all of the things I've been sharing that bring me joy. And I'm realizing that, you know what? I have one foot firmly planted in very basic tendencies, like loving fall, Taylor Swift, like all, you know, and I am so okay with that. I am so okay with having this duality of being a meditation teacher and podcaster and also being a basic Midwestern mom who enjoys fall and all of these wonderful things. And they make me happy. And just the month of September, it's like, I think in Minnesota, the falls are so beautiful because you really get like that just beautiful kind of like romanticized version of like fall with like the changing leaves, like the crisp air and all the goodness that comes with that. So I'm just, I, I really like September. And I'm glad that uh, that September is here. That makes me happy. And then the question, um, one of you were wondering, what does my yoga practice currently look like? So for me right now, and this person didn't necessarily want their name used, so I'm just going to call them someone. I have been doing a little bit more movement. So up until the last few weeks, my meditation, or I'm sorry, my yoga practice has mostly looked like meditation. And that is one of the limbs to yoga. So even if you're not physically moving your body, you're still practicing yoga when you meditate. But I've really been enjoying first thing in the morning, getting up and moving my body and doing some more like vinyasa practice. So going back to good old vinyasa, which is the first style that I trained in and the style that I loved first, like that's when feeling really good to me. And so that looks like doing that a couple of times a week. So very simple, very balanced. I usually, I like to, you know, ideally in the mornings, I like to move and do some vinyasa and then end with a meditation. And that's what feels good to me. And I've been doing that. So that's what it looks like. Very easy, very simple. And it works for me. So I hope that you are doing amazing and I appreciate you. And I am just sending you all of the goodness that you deserve in this world. So thanks for listening.